from the podcast, Grant's Rants Hollywood Talk. It's Grant's Rants Small Talk. Let the rundown continue. Welcome back to Grant's Rants, where we're running down the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I'm joined once again by Ellie Cohen. Hello. It's good to see you again. For those who are listening in real time, uh, there was a real long break in between these episodes, but I promised I would come back and finish, of course. Um, moving, traveling, you know, traveling. We're busy. We're busy Going people. to prison, you know, all the stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> Wasn't that what Lou said? I've been traveling right. to prison. You know, so, stuff happens. Yeah. And, you know, we're here to, to finish the job as always. So let's talk about day six. Uh, let's talk about it. The itinerary is breakfast, wine tasting, and Christmas in September. And I'm already annoyed just thinking about how long this episode was. I gotta it be was, honest with you. It was around an hour with um with breaks. That yeah. it, it could it could have been a little shorter. I will mm-hmm. say that. Yes, I have a lot to say about this, which I will get into throughout the episode, including our final thoughts. But it's way too early for that. Let's talk about. Uh, Dorinda is um, feeling a little hungover in this episode and um, I'm surprised it finally caught up with her five days of binge drinking. I'm surprised that she says that she's rarely hungover. She's always drinking. Maybe if you keep drinking, that's That's hair of the dog. I think that's it. Just, you know, add another one, add another one. Yeah. Um, Brandy's still upset from the day before. She's not over it. Understandably. So, you know, to catch up Dorinda mentioned her kids long and short of it brandy removed herself from the situation try twice dorinda came for her both times so i like i said to you last time that we spoke i would have left i would have left yeah i would have been done dorinda says though that um she does not do well in groups since when is this like the biggest crock or what it's Weird for her to say that when she's the one who loves to make it nice and loves to have everyone over. And why would you agree to have all of this at your home if you're not so good in groups? Really good point. I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, good observation. Dorinda, you're full of it. Uh, She's going on to tell Brandy, oh, you know, I love you. And, you know, just death is really triggering for me. But Brandy doesn't buy it. I don't trust it. I like Brandy. She's just like, no, she's like, that wasn't cool. Dorinda does apologize, though. So what do you think? I mean, is Brandy right to still be mad at her? Yeah. And it's it's not just that, because it's been a culmination of Dorinda just on her worst behavior of all time. And it's exhausting. And now she's. I think it's like I think it's an act. I don't think she's really trying to make things right. I don't think she's really. I agree. I don't think she's really trying to do anything right. She's Mm-mm. in this confessional at this point in the episode crying. And I was like, this is some acting if I ever saw so. So I saw such a thing. She's she's just trying so hard, Allie. She's just trying so hard to make it she, nice. It's so it, it is hard, Dorinda, especially when you're attacking everyone. Yeah. Why don't we just be cool? Why don't you just be like gracious and be a really good host and not take not look for drama where there is none? Every every corner she's offended by something that doesn't make much sense and well there's more there's so much more that happens with her this episode she was on her best behavior she took a day she took one day to be good and it was appreciated by the women but they still were saying you know there's something wrong here and there is 
Yeah, I mean, even Vicky still feels targeted by Dorinda at this point. And then a classic Vicky line, if I died right now, you tell everyone that she died sad. That's I loved classic. it. This was my favorite moment of the entire Real Housewives on the Girls trip. Really? I want them to know that I died sad. Because it was not all, she was being so real about it. She meant it. She meant, I want the world to know I'm upset. And the responses from the ladies was just straight up laughter. They Because they... <laughs> She meant it yeah. and they just laughed. It was so cute. I, I don't know why I find it cute, but she's really heartbroken. And I felt it in that moment. And she yeah. kind of laughed along with it. And that was the joke. But she felt everything she was saying. I know you're not a big Vicky fan. So I'm genuinely surprised this was a standout moment for you. You know, I just was thinking about it. If my fiance broke up with me um, after, I mean, I think the writing was on the wall, but let's forget about that for just a moment. If my fiance broke up with me, and then I had to go on a trip. I would be nonstop crying and talking about it. She's done very well, I think, in spite of herself. Um, I just I keep thinking about it. And it, it happens in the, the next episode, too, I think, where she's just she's so heartbroken. And mm. I did not take that in, into consideration at first. And I'm, I've learned my lesson, I think. Although, do I still like her? Not really. <laughs> I think most people would agree with you. I, you know, I was talking to my sister and I was like, what, what? Because we both like Vicky, but we don't really know why. Kind of like, what She's a is character. it about Vicky? I think it's like, I just feel like I know her so well from the show that I can kind of predict some of her behavior. And then when she falls into these tropes of like these comments and things like that, that's Vicky. Well, there she's she like is. the kooky aunt who, you know, God, she says such things. She does these things. She might not be on the right side of history, but she's your aunt. So you love her because mm -hmm. that's how family is. Yeah. And that's I think that might have something to do with it because I do. I recognize her and I have a fondness that I don't want to glom on to because she is a crazy person. Yeah, that's what she's good for the show. Mm -hmm. Now, Tamara and Phaedra put on workout clothes to go walk across the street yeah. uh, to talk about divorce. And Phaedra's apparently in a relationship with a physician and Phaedra is very tight-lipped. She will only give so much. And I kind of get it because this is a, 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 like a week-long stint. What is she yeah. going to put all of her, her business out there for? Yeah. And yeah, she was, we can't forget about the way she left Housewives. Like, I cannot forget. Mm. And I love her so much in this show. She's hilarious. She really brings everyone together but there's a there's a darkness there like that she mm -hmm. won't talk about and i want to know i want to know it all i bet she's not allowed to talk about it i wonder yeah because she talked about that later how like it was like well you know we'll cover it now but she was like i don't talk about any of that and she said something along the lines of there being like what the hell did she say um she's there's a crock of bs there are two sides to the story so I will give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because, yeah, I mean, they cut to that clip now twice in this mm -hmm. series from that reunion, and that's all we know. So um, I don't believe her hands are clean at all in this. Right. But Something I mean, I'm where there's smoke, there's fire. I, I, was, I, wanted, I have to know more. I want to know the whole story. I don't think we'll ever hear it. I don't think we'll ever know the truth. You know when we'll know it? When Andy Cohen has to write a book and there'll be secrets of the housewives. <laughs> oh. He'll cash in on that terrible secret. That's my prediction. Guess what? Guess who's going to read it? This gal right here. There you go. It. 
I'll, uh, I'll wait for you to tell me about it. Or I I'll will. And I'll, yeah, I'll share with you. So what else happens? Phaedra is, has organized a tasting. She doesn't really drink and she wants to hit reset. She wants everyone to be really respectful. So she says this prayer and then she says, this is a teaching moment for Dorinda. And she looks right at her and they're talking about growth. And this is how I know Dorinda is completely calculating because she looked back at Phaedra and didn't fight with her. And later in the last episode, any little comment that she can find, which we'll get into, she mm. uses as bait to create an argument and explosion. And this time she was like, you know what? I'm not going to yell at Phaedra. I'm, she knew not to cross that one. And she knew that you know, with the whole religious aspect to kind of go with that. So this is like Phaedra. I mean, Dorinda's picking and choosing in my point of view. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because she knows she's in trouble and she's getting a. Well, actually, here's what I heard. I was listening to another podcast. Please. Um, she, I know I should only listen to this one. But <laughs> no, tell me. I want to know. She was getting a great edit. Can you believe that? Dorinda was getting a good edit. Who said that? <laughs> it was what? on a podcast um, and they said they know someone close in the Bravo family. And this is considered she this is this better. Is than actually, this is what better than what actually happened. Can you imagine? Wow. I what actually I, happened then? I know with the water down because I don't know what what I'm missing. Because I'm not finding, and we're going to get into this in our last episode, but like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing what we're supposed to be seeing here. No. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Let's get back to this episode, though, because there's a producer <laughs> moment, as always, where Vicky is basically instructed to set up a question. And then we oh, we, we talked about this. We already talked about this. The Phaedra, the, you know, the, do you have any like... Um, talk about your departure. We talked about this with Phaedra, but like, I just have to call it out because it's just a fake thing. Yeah, and that we can't hear the truth about it again. It it bugs me. I really wish she would set, had said something. She can't probably. I think there's a legal situation there. Yeah. But then nobody else could say anything. And then when else talked about their departure from the show, this was just a setup, right? For the talking head, where Phaedra sit in her interview and say she's not talking about it. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, what else happened? Oh yes, on the way back. This is it. This is the moment that really got me. Brandy speaking the truth. She hits the nail on the head here. She says to Dorinda, people love you, but they want to see season one, two, and your season three, Dorinda. They're, what they're seeing now, they're going to keep you on pause forever. And Brandy claims to speak from personal experience. And I get it. Yeah. And she says, you know, pause sounds like a fun way of saying fired, which I, I appreciated. Um she is right. She speaks for us as the fans. It's funny to watch this because Brandy is a fan. Like she, she's both mm -hmm. a housewife and a fan. And I think she, you know, that's her life. She's never moved on from it. So she is us watching. And she really does understand in spite of herself and not being able to properly, you know, do the right thing all the time. She knows. And what did happen though, um, 
Andy Cohen apparently did say, no, I did tell her she was on pause. There's something I think that because we're seeing all these women coming back now, there's this weird thing where he doesn't want to make a commitment to saying you're done because we we don't know anymore. They might come back. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is she was removed from the show. Like she wasn't on it. No. She's she, they took her off it. She didn't appear in the season. So, like you know, a lot can be. A lot of other housewives have faced that. And like you said, they're coming back. I don't know. I think it was a mistake to say she was on pause. But oh yeah, I mean, I hope she remains on pause, please. Forever. All this, she can't. She I'm, can't come I'm, Yeah, I don't even feel bad, honestly. I mean, this because I did not like this behavior in her last season. And Brandy's point, like, if you keep doing this, you're going to be on pause forever. Is how I feel. And I was yeah. like, wow, like good for her. Like, I feel like that was a conversation that like two girlfriends would have over the phone about like, you know, like the two housewives basically about, yeah. like, you know, you're going to play the game, this politics and, you know, you're going to watch yourself. And I appreciated this real moment. It's like being in a book club and, you know, I'm just I think that's the way I can wrap my head around it because I'm not on the housewives, mm. but it's like being in a book club or something where you keep having problems with the women and the one good friend you have in the book club is like, if you don't stop this, you're going to get kicked out of this book club. And I think, I think she's done. I think uh, where the crawdads sing is her last book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I am all set after this show mm-hmm. and I don't enjoy saying that. I really wanted to feel differently, but me too. you know, who's um, looking back at her time on the housewives is Taylor. There's a scene where they're talking about memories and like her only memory. I felt like, I felt like this was kind of sad personally. Her memory was like season one, episode two in Vegas. Like, I mean, I know she didn't have a great run on the show. Sure. But like that was it. I mean, the, the beginning, it's kind of like, what, what did you like about this book? The very first chapter. I mean, it doesn't really yeah, say too I much stopped about reading your experience. After yeah, she we caught her at the worst time in her life. And yeah. she was trying to, I think, distance herself from her own self. And that's all she can remember, probably, because the rest of it was so heartbreaking. I I love that she's coming to OC now. What do you think mm. about that? I will share my thoughts about that in our last episode. Okay. Okay. We'll get there. So I'll, I'll tease that. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cause I do have a few things I want to say about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dorinda is claiming in this point in the episode that she was really happy. She loved being called out by Phaedra in that moment. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and then she tells Vicky, you know, she's, you're not a bad person. It's always good. Usually they're trying to destroy each other. So that's actually pretty light. And uh, Dorinda claims that she loves Vicky. She's just so mad for her. She's just, she's so personally invested in Vicky's self-worth and like, all these lines, I think you were like you were saying earlier to support your point. Like she's just trying to appear normal in this episode. That's this is right. going to be a good day for Dorinda Medley. This is the one good day she'll have. Grit and bear it, you know. Yeah, so that's what happened there. They that, turned the page. That whole part of this episode, though, especially when they were talking about their favorite moments and stuff, it felt like a clip show. You know, when mm. they, they needed, to, they did not need to fill time. We just said it was a very long episode, and yet, oh. We watched a lot of clips and I, I missed those old housewives days when we didn't really know these women and we were just kind of getting onto the housewives train. So it was fun to watch. I don't know if it was necessary. Yeah, it definitely elongated the show. It did. I, I was just going to say, you know, at this point in the episode, I, I was like, OK, this scratched the itch. I enjoyed it. 
And then we have to get into the whole Christmas in September thing. And that's mm. when I was kind of like, well, how long is this going to be? And then I looked at how long which was left time was in the episode. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be. A yeah. Lot. Hopefully there's a lot happening. Mm, not so much. I don't know. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, Brandy's in her reunion dress that she never got to wear. Phaedra's in some Gucci look, but I liked it because it was like kind of fur. I, I loved that. it. Yeah. Any other looks jump out to you from that? Eva just always looks amazing. She good. always looks so good. Um, Very and classy. Was, scene, other than yes. that, mm, I thought Dorinda's look was very Liza. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what I. I mean, Dorinda is marketing herself as you know basically Mrs. Claus. I thought she'd go way over the top with something that screams Christmas. This was kind of more like, you know, you're going out for like a cocktail. It's a nightclub act. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, did you watch Hacks this season? No, I haven't. HBO, very, very good. Okay, you should. So the main character is Deborah Vance, and she has a Christmas room where she stores all of her Christmas stuff. This is not a spoiler, by the way, but her writing partner or someone she's hired goes into the Christmas room and goes, this feels racist, but I don't know why. Because it's covered Mm. in trees and decorations. And that's exactly what I thought about Dorinda. Not to say she is racist, but it just felt off. I thought it felt thrown together. I thought like they had a tree that they were standing in front of and there was nothing on it, but the pre-lit lights that come with it from the factory. I mean, I didn't really know what the point of it was. And I would have preferred that they did like an early Halloween because that's how I associate Bluestone Manor. <gasps> that would have been great. You know, like, look, looks like Bethany crying and there's that little like troll. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I want to see. Where the, was that in that attic where they had the random confessionals? That's so true. And that's what I want to see. The only I memory that about Christmas in September, I really did. To me, it was so like goofy and I didn't care. Do you remember? I this is the one memory I have of Bluestone Manor at Christmas when Bethany got her daughter that uh, nutcracker cracker. and Dorinda could not get over the fact that she's like, I got it for her. I got it for her. Who cares? Dorinda. And it's, it's, so that's what I was reminded of. I was reminded of like, oh, we've had great times here. Well, but- because they had a huge nutcracker. I remember seeing it. And I would think a lot, a lot of that. And I always think of Ramona screaming with her dog in the street. How about how about you didn't give Dorinda credit for the nutcracker? I love she doesn't that. support other women. Like, I just love that that was such a crux of like the whole premise of the show. But supporting right. women, which really they don't. No, the whole thing is so stupid. I love that. Now, speaking of supporting women, Denise Richards Mm -hmm. comes up, but I could have really done without without this. Taco Gate came up. Ew, I I literally wrote, ew, Taco Gate. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we really don't need to get into it, but basically the long and short of it is, Tamara says that Denise called her and asked her, what the hell do I do about this? I didn't do anything. Tamara ends up saying she believes Denise. Whoops, no, she actually believes Brandy. And apparently at BravoCon, Denise made an advance. Um, I couldn't care less to be honest with you. I'm pretty adverse to like the Beverly Hills drama, honestly. I just don't care. So I didn't care about this to begin with, and I don't care about it on Ultimate Girls Trip. So I, I have really no opinion. Right. Well, it's very Lucy Lucy Apple Juice, where they cling on to one thing, one yes. conversation for the entire season. And this just the fact that this isn't is moving into other aspects of the world is is upsetting my favorite part though was on the screen they said sources close to denise denise have denied this oh i missed that i mean I oh yeah it's like a huge disclaimer that. on the screen 
Yeah, just for that one Denise, perhaps uh, lawsuit that might come through. One lawsuit exactly. where Denise make him just making covering our butts. You know what I mean? But then you know, Denise there's... should really honestly like embrace that if it's true or not, and Who just cares? run with it. I mean, Denise is on OnlyFans now. I think her daughter is on OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, they seem like a sex positive group to me, and that's good. I mean, just. You know, I, I I would at least have some fun with it if it's false. I mean, I'm not saying you have to admit it. Like, I'll never tell or something, but to, to deny it so heavily really yeah. makes it seem like something weird happened. And why are yeah. you there? I mean, I get it. You know, they're married like or she's married, at least Denise is. And so she didn't want her husband to know. I don't know. It's all weird. Aaron's weird. I'll say that right now. Mm-hmm. Denise's husband. Um, So I don't know. But. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but then well, they talk about sex more. Who would you want to have a lot? I found it awkward. Yeah. I mean, I wrote everyone's horny. That's what I wrote, basically. Dorinda's paranoid because she's not drinking and she had to let everybody know she was not drinking. We're like, okay, uh uh-huh, give it. it 10 minutes. And then um, what yeah, what Taylor says that Brandy is either like F it or fight. And I was like, I don't really get this, but okay. And she basically wants everything to move towards friendship with them and they have mm-hmm. a moment and Vicky pretends to snore, which is a classic Vicky moment, which I mean, again, I get it. Why are we still talking about this? It is boring. It is. Um, and then Vicky, again, she's boring in a way. She's so forceful about how straight she is. Mm. Why? Why do you care? Somebody's asking you. Who I, you think have sex with like, I think yeah. it's generational. I think it's generational. They don't understand it. I Yeah. But it's, it's not real. Boorish. It's a hypothetical question. She's like, so, like, no, I can't. Well, you don't have to. We're just asking. Who do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's just a kind of playful fluidity. Like everyone's drinking. Like it's just you know, no one's telling you have to do anything. No, but she, yeah, I think you're right. It is generational because I'm sure if I asked like someone around her age, they'd be like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Okay, yeah. well, you don't have I to. Know. She, you know, she had to make a very loud point that she never had multiple partners in her life. I mean, she's very serious about her sex capades. So according to Tamara, though, she's like a horny mess who needs constant sex. So it's like one of these things is not like the other, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, what else was happening here? Um, Dorinda, of course, has fake snow, of course, and was extremely impressed. But I think the person the most impressed was Jill. Jill had her cell phone. Like like this in front, <laughs> to get it to get the, to get the um snow in in front of the cameras in front of the actual oh, yeah. like Bravo cameras, peacock like, cameras. Oh my Who god, knows? it's snowing! And I was like, yeah, of course. I I figured they would do that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not that it, it's been done. You know what I mean? Like you can yes. go to Disneyland for that. It's been done. Um, and then I was like, okay, we're definitely wrapping it up. They're all gonna just kind of be done for the night. And then yeah. we have to do this white elephant. Yep. I do like playing White Elephant, oh. and I do like watching it. Um, I thought the presents sucked. I thought they were, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't even care. I mean, Taylor and Brandy were making out over some body cream. Like that I don't grossed know. me out. I didn't yeah. like that, and not because they're kissing, just because the two of them are so strange, and they have such a strange relationship, and it felt weird. It just felt weird. And I didn't like it. Yeah. The whole thing is so stupid because, yeah, they make up and then they have to go and do those confessional interviews where then they just talk smack about each other. So it's like one step forward, one step back. But I mean, it, all right. They did it. I think that was for cameras. Yeah. 
And then Jill gets an ugly Christmas sweater. And I was like, oh, God, I am so dumb with this now because I was like, an ugly Christmas sweater. Like this is that was like cute, like early 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, I think we're I think it's played out. I don't think it's yeah. as funny as it is as they make it out to seem like, oh, look at this. Of course, she's Jewish. So I get that aspect. But well, mm. Jill is living in her mind in the early 2000s. She might even be in the 90s. So for her, this was like a brand new thing. You know what I mean? You She's, know what? Yeah, I think this is her first one. Didn't she say this she is her said, first? Which is interesting because yeah. I feel like this is, yeah, you're right. This has been happening for a long time. You'd think she would have picked it up along the way. I'm Jewish and I have ugly Christmas sweaters because I've gone to parties for Christmas. Yeah, they make them for all <laughs> denominations. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's not really a new concept. There's, there's nothing like religious about a cat with a Santa hat on. True. <laughs> well, that wraps up this episode. Yay. Um, final thoughts? Final thoughts. You know, a few thoughts I had, and I love Eva so much. I find it interesting that she's still smoking. Mm. I just, I see it and I'm like, this is, it feels anachronistic. Like, it feels like not of this time. Speaking of Jill being in the early 2000s, but who's smoking anymore? Cigarettes. Um, and then, you know, White Elephant was cute. No one wanted the Jill and Allie bag which is not surprising. I just, oh, and Jill, uh, speaking of Jill, I really, I didn't feel bad, but I kind of felt bad that she was so hurt that no one chose to have sex with her. Oh, yeah, I remember that. She felt real bad about it. And I felt bad for her because that is hurtful. Yeah, no one wants to feel like the least desirable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, my final thought is that this show needed a tighter edit. Too much, too much extra. Rap, 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 rap. Yeah. An hour. I mean, this was, I think, 56 minutes. And, you know, I watched it once and I watched it to take notes. And I mean, it it was a commitment. Yes. And, you know, I was just I want to be entertained. And I felt like I was kind of like, all right, let's move. Let's move. Let's move. And that's not the feeling I want to get watching these shows. I want to feel like, wow, that was a great show. Like I used to feel that about Roni. I was like, oh, no, it's ending. Yeah. I got so much out of this and I wanted to see what happens next. And like this, I was kind of like, all right go to bed let's wrap it up we don't need to do these gifts like that's just you know unfortunate for me but also like the edit could have done a better job i live for the to be continued or i used to Mm. um especially in in the good seasons and i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping we're going to come back to that as bravo continues to grow yes we shall see well stick with us because we're going to be back with our last episode wrapping up the final episode going through all the beats of course and then we're going to look at these uh, the cast members, the women, and say, you know what? Has their cachet gone up or down, in our opinion, since watching this show? So that and more, stick with us. This has been Grant's Rant Small Talk. Want more? Join the full conversation on Grant's Rant's Hollywood Talk podcast. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.